Join me right now, back on the show, is UFC light heavyweight powerhouse, Glover Teixeira. What's going on, Glover? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, good, man. How's life going? I know you're busy, you have a business, you have to get prepared for fights. How's everything going with you? Everything's great, you know, everything uh, is going well, man. The gym, uh, it's busy, it's going amazing. Uh, the train is good, you know. Uh, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, your life is pretty incredible. Your story is pretty incredible. You migrated to the U.S. from Brazil. You're very successful in your occupation as a mixed martial artist. You're a business owner. You're a role model. You're a productive citizen in your community. Are you the definition of the American dream, do you believe? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm living the, I'm living the American dream. You know, I, I, uh, I love what I do. Uh, everything that I'm doing right now. Every day I wake up, I look forward to wake up and, uh, and, and come to do what I love. You know. Yeah, that's all that matters, I guess. At the end of the day. Yes. Yes. Of course. All right. Let's get into your last fight, UFC Brooklyn. You took on Carl Roberson on a week notice. Did anything change with the game plan going into that fight? Yeah, I mean, for Carl, it was a little bit different because uh, he's a uh, he's southpaw, you know, I was training with a guy there. So I didn't bring in southpaw in and uh, it was a week before, but uh, I was uh, I was uh, was able to capitalize on, uh, all, you know, on the takedown. I mean, uh, guard over there I got got hit a little bit with the elbows and I was able to to do it in the ground you know to take him to the ground and and finish you know yeah you did survive some hard shots you showed your toughness looking back at your performance how do you rate your performance uh you know man it's, it's so hard to say I mean I, I, I'm just happy I won you know um, you know you never rate your performance uh, so high because it's a mistakes that I did today. You know, I left, I went for the, for the leg, and I, you know, I, I left my my head in a, in a difficult position. It's one of the things that a mistake that we do in the training because we don't really train elbows in, in a fight. You know, I mean, a training. You know, so it's kind of like you do wall training, you get stuck there, but like uh, that's good for me because. Every time I learn, every time uh, right now, not, not not anymore, you know. Every time I shoot for takedown and I get my head and they stuck, I take the head out and, uh, you know, it will hide the head and or go straight for takedown because it's a mistake that I did. You know, I, I recognize the mistake. I went for the leg. Josh Barnett got knocked out like that. Uh, and, uh, it's, you know, it happens a lot in the fight, you know. Some of those elbows, you know, I was watching the fight live, and some of those elbows did hit you in the back of the head. You seem to be wobbled by the elbows. Do you believe the referees need to be, you know, more careful and watch the placement of those strikes, especially to the back of the head? It's hard to call, man. To be honest, like, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be a referee, you know, in a situation like that. I mean, it happens like, uh, you know, with the Edson Barbosa, just now you see like everybody's complaining about the guy poking him in the eye before, you know, before the knockout. And uh, 
It's one of those things. It's hard to to call. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in a position of uh, the referee, a big fight, you know, and and you have to call call. It. That was a quick elbows, you know, and you could really see well, like with the elbows hit. But yeah, did it hit a couple of times. My head and back, of my head was was like a hurt for a couple of days after the fight, you know. So definitely hit the back of the head. But I, I don't know. I mean. Yes, you know, the, it, it, it should say, but it was so quick, you know, uh, and the fight, like, uh, the fight was like, just keep going on, you know, I never stopped fighting, so I guess um, I have no complaint, you know, I, I won the fight, so I have no complaint. <laughs> yeah, definitely, if you win the fight, you know, people seem to forget about it, but it, let's say that he knocked you out with those elbows, yeah. then it becomes a huge controversy, right? Definitely. I mean, you get upset, you know, like, but, you know, I happened before, like, uh, to be honest, like, I got, a, you know, I got a really upset for Gustafsson fight because I got poked in the eye and uh, I couldn't go back to the, I, I, I mean, I couldn't go back to the fight. I was not able to go back, but for some reason they didn't give me no time to recover. They asked the doctor to come in quick and... And that was it, you know, they say you got nothing, you got no five minutes to recover, and either you stop the fight or you go, but I, listen, I flew all the way to Sweden, you know, I'm in the main event there, it's just in my heart, I'm not going to stop the fight, you know, I still have one eye, so I'm going to fight, but you get, you know, you get upset, you get upset because the situation could, uh, could be a different, you know, could be different, you know, but, you know, life goes on. I, I, I mean, I never complain. Uh, it is what it is. If I had one, I would, I would not complain. So, you know, why now, you know? Well, your home, Danbury, Connecticut, is only an hour away from New York. Did you feel any extra pressure or was it more motivation with having your students, your family, your friends at the arena? Uh, no man, I, I feel I love I love fight around uh, here. You know I love uh, my my students, my fans. You know in Denver to to be able to go watch my fights and um, I feel I felt really good. I uh, really enjoy fight close to home and um, no traveling. You know what I mean? No, um, it's it's just amazing, man. I I, I felt really good. You know I wish I. Uh, I wish I could fight New York all the time, you know. I love it. I love it. After the fight, you expressed interest in fighting Shogun Hua next. Did you ever discuss that with the UFC? Ah, uh, you know, we wait a little bit to see uh, any answer back, but I, I got nothing back, and uh, we move on. They offer me a Kutelava again for for this month, you know, uh, April 27, and you know. I have no injury, I feel good, and let's go. Alright, let's talk about Kutalaba at UFC Sunrise in Florida. Did you want to match up with him again, or were you expecting somebody in the rankings? Yeah, why not, you know, I mean, like, uh, I was training for him already, the fight was uh, back in my head, and uh, yeah. Let's do it. You know, I don't, I don't pick upon it, man. I like to, to fight someone in the ranking because uh, it's good for me. You know, I've been in, a, I was, a, you know, top ten for size. I've been in UFC pretty much. You know, since I beat uh, a Rampage, I was a top ten, and then, you know, I want to get back in there and stay in the mix again. So, 
of course I wanted uh, someone ranking, but they offered me Kutalaba. That's one thing that I never say uh, in UFC. I never say no to opponent. I just, uh, they offer me, I fight. I know you're training at your gym. Do you spend? Do you plan on spending a little bit of time down at American Top Team since the fight is in Florida? Maybe, maybe I'm going over there for the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, we see, you know, see how the trains over here. It's really good. I feel good with uh, home because uh, you know I got I got good thing going. I've been doing this fight. Uh, I mean, for the last I don't know San Peru fight. You know. Um, I've been tra actually Phil Davis. I start training home, you know, and everybody, of course. When I lost to Phil Davis, everybody, of course, so I have something to say. Oh, you're training home. You're training your own gym, you know, this and that. But then, like, um, yeah, I fought Sam Peru. It was a great fight, and everybody. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it's not that bad. Uh, it is what it is. You know, people always talk shit when they. Uh, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, but uh, I feel good training over here. I have a good training partners. I have a good trainer and uh, I'm just excited, man. You know, feel good, be home. I sleep better, uh, you know, my house, you know, I feel comfortable, my food, my wife helping me out. So it's just, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's different, man. You know, done camp so many times out of the, out of my house and, uh, it just feel, feel good to be home. Yeah, I remember people talking a lot of shit, like you said. At, you know, when you opened your gym and you were training in Connecticut at your own gym, people were talking a lot. But then when you win, then they can't say anything anymore, right? Yeah, they don't. You know, it is what it is. That's what people do, you know. Like, uh, I mean, I expect that already, you know. It's like, are uh, you going over there, you lose, you know. It doesn't matter where you train. I train everywhere. Before I trained in ATT before, you know, I lost fight. I won fights training over there. I lost fights, you know. Uh, it is, uh, it's not, in, you know, you're going over there, prepare. It could be injury, it could be this. And the people always, they they expectors, right? Like, oh, you know, he should do this. And, like, everybody have an opinion to do, you know. Uh, but... Uh, and those people that have all this opinion, they they uh, they probably not doing so well in life. So they have to to do opinion with all those people's life. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Everybody's an expert at home. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right, this is a three month turnaround. Do you want to stay as active as possible this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I, of course. You know, like my shoulder feel better. You know, I had a problem with the. Uh, the shoulder going on like and uh i've been more focused on the physical therapy now and and the shoulder injury has been a, a very good you know uh we thought it's all about taking care of yourself you know i think i uh i slack a little bit before i didn't believe in like uh the injury could 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 cause a fight and i believe it did you know like i fought Cody anderson uh, I felt my shoulder, and, and uh, I actually felt my shoulder like uh, stopped feeling my shoulder weeks before the fight, and in uh, that fight, it's like uh, it's kind of like the first round. I stopped pushing to stand up, and uh, it, it, then I felt like, oh man, this this shoulder is gonna get, it's gonna be a problem, and um, take some time off, do some uh, hardcore physical therapy, not miss one day. 
and uh, it's much better, man. I do it every day now, every day, you know, my knees, my shoulder, so it stays sharp. And um, yeah, I mean, going on in this fight, I already fought one time, fight again, maybe uh, another uh, one or two fight this year. It'd be good if I have a full fight this year, you know. If I, have, if I can make a full fight this year, the year that I turn 40, and uh, and uh, and be active with the four fights in the UFC. Hey, uh, that's a blessing coming from the sky, you know. Definitely, definitely a blessing. When you look at your record, when you stay af active, when you're fighting often, you go on these long winning streaks. I've noticed. What kind of rhythm do you find yourself in when you're fighting very, you know, often? You know, it's like I said, man. I I love fighting. I like to fight all the time. You know, uh, I mean. It's one of those things I have to 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 know my limits and, and, and take some breaks sometimes. But uh, uh, I love to be fight. I love to be active. You know, uh, just it's good for the for 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 me. It's good to be there and uh, be active in a sport. But like um, sometimes you have to take time off with the, with the injury. If I'm not injured, I'm always gonna be fighting. You know, and and it's good because you get that rhythm of like. You know, get the sequence of like fighting, you get in there, like, oh, I was here just a couple months ago. Let's do this again. And it's fun. The weight, the weight is not go up so much, you know. You keep like in a row, in a row, you know. So it feels good. Like, like for example, the last fight, I fought and I take a week off, you know. I come training right away. I already knew I was going to fight in April. So, you know, even though I, I'm not. I didn't do the camp all this time, but I, I was active this whole time. You know, I didn't let myself get out of shape, so I'm still in shape this whole, this whole time. You know, so it's 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 very good. It's an advantage for me. You are going to turn 40 this year. You're uh, a legend of the sport. Do you feel like you have a target on your back from these younger fighters? Because you're fighting a young guy this time, and Roberson's a young guy too. Do you feel yeah. like these guys want to take your name, you know? Like, do you get motivation from that? Yeah, that's what they want to do, but they, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to come prepare, man. They're going to have to come prepare because uh, the old man here, you know, is not going to give it up. It's not going to give, it's not going to be that easy, you know? I'm going hard and I'm training hard. I'm ready to go. You know, my, uh, my experience and training uh, because I overtrain a, a couple times. I'm a, I love training, you know, I'm always in shape. I'm always doing hardcore uh, hiking and bicycling, even though, you know, if I'm not fighting. And I love it, man. I love come over here, do, do jiu-jitsu with the students, you know. It, it's amazing. Something that I want to do, I wish I could do forever, you know. Uh, but, uh, of course, like I say, you got to respect the limits, but... Uh, yeah, if those young guys want to take my name and uh, and uh, and go over me, they better come prepared because uh, you know I'm coming for them and they know they know if I touch them with each each hand they go down no matter who no matter who they are. No doubt. Right now you have nine finishes in the UFC. One more finish, you're tied with Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz for the most finishes in light heavyweight history. What would that record mean to you? 
Hey man, it means a lot. It's uh, it's amazing. Be you know, break a record and uh, and and to be with. Like I say, when I when I, when I come to UFC, uh, I wanted to be excited fighter. You see these guys over here in the back. I'm always idolizing him. You know, as a fight, you know, as a fighter, because. Uh, uh, not because he's the greatest of the time, of all the time, I believe that he is, but because the style that he brings to the ring is finished fight. He don't go over there and and like you're gonna be like, oh okay, go over the shit is coming. We're gonna see another three round or oh, five round fight now. Hey man, go over the shit is coming, and uh, you know he's gonna go after. You know he's gonna go for finish. Don't blink because I'm right there in your face, and every time. I come to finish fight. Every time I step in the octagon, I come to finish the fight. You know, it doesn't matter if I win two rounds. I'm not going to be walking around in the third round and dance around. I'm going to be standing right down in the middle and trade with the guys and, and try to finish, you know. And that's why I think, uh, you know, I have a, a good fan base. Everybody, the respect from the fans that I have, you know, everybody love my style and love uh, the way I... Uh, I do this for the fans, you know. I love to watch finish. I love to watch guys that go after, like, like Robbie Lala, you know, uh, you know, Edson Barbosa, you know, all those guys that go after finish, you know. And um, it's fun to watch, and uh, I want to be one of those guys. Well, you don't, you don't have to be one of those. You don't want to. You don't need to want to be one of those guys. You are one of those guys. You know, everybody is looking forward to your fights. You're definitely speaking the truth. One more thing before I let you go. Glover, what type of music are you into? You know, what gets you excited to get into training? You know, what music do you turn on in your gym? Rock and roll. People already get upset at me because uh, they want some hip-hop, uh, hip but, like, uh, I, I like rock and roll, man. I always put rock and roll for every every night, man. The rock and roll uh, music, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's my, that's my music, you know. Uh, classic rock, you know, classic rock. Guns and Rose, you know, sometimes chill. Uh, if I'm home, you know, drink a little bit of wine, I like a Pink Floyd, you know, stuff like that. Metallica, all classic rocks, man. Classic rock for a classic guy, man. Uh, April oh, 27th, you. UFC on ESPN3, Florida. It's going to be exciting, Glover. Thank you for your time and uh, good luck to you. Hey, man, appreciate it. Appreciate the call. So